So Don't speak- listen to him. <laughs> so speaking of Sentai, guess what we're doing this week, guys? Another off-season episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're, we're doing one more uh, sort of long-form off-season thing before we pick back up with season four. Right? Yeah. Season four. Because holidays. Because holidays. Hollandaise. I love Hollandaise sauce. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I love the Hollandaise holidays. Because I'll be home fries for the Hollandaise. Let's just so, punt that one down. So so for the fourth time. Okay. What are we playing today? Yeah. We're... we're super uh, Super Sentai? Yes. Oh, okay. That, that was <laughs> Sentai for, for all you all you people out there. Or, no. Yes, nope. yes, it was. It was Sentai. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, so we're doing uh, we're doing a a Power Rangers game and like an actual factual Power Rangers game, not you know some some weird knockoff that I I found in my collection, but like an actual you know in, endorsed by by Hasbro. But Gary, won't we get sued? Yes. But not for copyright infringement. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to do something a little weird this time. Usually we do kind of a wrap-up at the end of arcs, but I kind of want to do one at the beginning. I, I first kind of want to lead off with a disclaimer. Uh, and we had a long discussion about this before we started recording at the table. Uh, I'm going I'm to put this very nicely. I understand, as, as a fan... That uh, the Power Ranger community is, um, let's see, passionate, passionate That's about, a word. about the property, um, and I am too. And I think, you know, there's various levels of passion about it around the table. From you know me who spent an ungodly amount on these books to Ray who, you know. <laughs> We got to tell her season one before. Yeah, we, we got this to. Game. We had to explain season one before the game. I've seen it in the background. On I know a little bit. The background's not the same thing as watching it for at least the first, oh. you know, set of Rangers, and then after that you can have it in the background and not miss anything. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to put a disclaimer on this this whole, however many episodes that it ends up being. Which is, uh, we are now entering Gary continuity, which is uh, everything you know and love about the Power Rangers, uh, which is to say the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yep. That all happened, the first season. Uh, you know, your, your classic people got their, their classic powers and everything's cool and shiny and they had their adventures. Um, where we're going to pick up is kind of adjacent to that, but about a year later. We are in the Earth-Gary timeline. Yes. We are in uh, the Gary 666 timeline. Um, yeah, but everything beyond that first season, like, it's all us, right? It's the story we're telling. It's really very much what you have to do if you're playing any established universe. Like, if we were playing Star Wars, yeah, maybe the main trilogy, parts of it happened. But for it to be unique in ours... Yeah, for for us to tell a story, like, we have to deviate. Because I could, and in some places may have copied some dialogue directly from 
the TV show. But, you know, it's not going to be the same thing. What if? Yeah. This, this is, a, this is a, a what if universe. This is fan fiction, guys. Chill. Uh, G-rated. G- yes, G-rated fan fiction. More, more or less. Is it really G-rated if you have to say it's G-rated? Depends on the G's. Well, it's all about the G's. Depends on your parental advisory. Depends on your parents. Oh, we only have one parent here, so is this... I mean, so far it's... it's oh, yes. there you go. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have parental approval. We meet the G-rating. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I want to put that disclaimer on there, which is like, this is our thing using... Uh, this this setting, and that's it. Like we're not. If anything we say goes against established continuity, or doesn't seem like it jives quite right with the series, or you know something. Twenty three seasons later, they they proved was uh, whatever in the background. You know, like we're not going against that. We're just not taking it into account. We're we're telling our story our way and uh, you know that's just kind of the whole the whole crux of it I, I think our our opinion no matter what system or setting or whatever is as long as we're having fun with it mm. like that's what matters so um, hopefully you guys will have fun with it too Indeed. yeah that's yeah. our goal we want to we want to make a fun, enjoyable story, and so getting this out at the beginning is very much just to say, here's what to expect, not what you know. Yeah. I think that pretty much covers it. Although I did, uh, I've, I've always loved the Power Rangers, so I, I uh, wrote down some stuff that I remembered about when I first encountered it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've got uh, five fun facts about me. And Power Rangers, just so you guys know that I'm not like uh, trying a nerd or anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we know that. <laughs> We're all uh, nerds here. No, I just I thought it would be funny um, to to show like I've I've watched it. Like, I think I watched the first episode when it came out on on TV. So have you seen the original pilot? Pretty sure. <laughs> I might actually have the VHS tape still in storage somewhere. <laughs> Um, so, uh, fun fact number the first, this was the first show that, uh, I learned to tell time so that I knew when it was time to watch Power Rangers. I learned as a, I do what, like four or five when, when this came out, uh, I learned how to tell time on an analog watch. And then I bought an analog watch to be able to know when it was Power Ranger time. Uh, fun, fun fact the second. Uh, if you ask my mom really nicely, she will show you all of the homemade Power Ranger costumes from, from Halloween. and and do that too. Yeah. Uh, mine weren't that good, though. You're assuming ours were? Uh, so, number... Three or four, I forget. Um, Three. I took my first karate class because of Power Rangers. And not because I wanted to, but because my mom was tired of me doing like jump kicks off of the sofa and breaking things and hurting myself. And when I didn't want to, she was like, it's just like Power Rangers. (laughs) 
And she was a liar because it was <laughs> nothing like Power Rangers. And I quit. Very sure. I just stopped participating because they didn't give us weapons or cool suits or nothing. <laughs> Wouldn't even let me wear a mask. And the last one, because I don't want to read this other one. Uh, <laughs> now you got to read it. Really? Yeah, maybe for our, uh, our patrons. So, uh, you know, I think I, like many young men of the time period, and I'm going to give a shout out to, to Kendra over at Crushgasm, crush, crushgasmpodcast.com. Uh, my very first TV crush, mm. Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> she pretty. She's still pretty. Yeah. Yeah. She wants to be a sponsor of the show, please. Yes. <laughs> You want to know my fun Power Rangers fact? Go on. Power Rangers was, was for me, just the buffer before the X-Men cartoon came on. <laughs> I got home from school. <laughs> Get out of my room. <laughs> and now we cut for a quick break. That's Steve's arm. <laughs> hey, me and my little brother loved Power Rangers. Well, it, that's I'm, right. Between I that and the... dislike it, but the, I... Spider-Man cartoon. I was not yes. passionate yes. about it, but I gained more of an appreciation for it after I actually aged out of it, the target audience. Uh, you know, it, it's so, yeah, I have respect for the source material. I, and I didn't dislike it when I was a kid either. It just, I just was like live action. Ew. And two, as adults now, we're like, oh, cool. A weekly thing where we can kill monsters. Let's put it on a table. <laughs> I, I really, yeah. I, I say it all the time. Like um, I watch an inordinate amount of horror and sci-fi because I love creatures, like just weird aliens and monsters. And I, I honestly do think this was the the genesis of it um, because some some of the stuff in this show is um, horrendous, bonkers, and horrendous, and. Like looking at some some modern day stuff, I, I go, yeah, I, I see where you guys got that from. I, I understand now, and you know, I one of the the books that I bought in this series is called Finster's Monstermatic Cookbook, and it is how to piece together a monster from whatever. And it's so, I say this with all reverence, like it's so stupid, but I love it. And I, I love it because of that. It is Monster of the Week for kids. Well, fortunately, we've never had to deal with Gary putting horrendous body <laughs> horror monsters in front of us. So we've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, nothing cats. to worry about. And now I'm ready to play this game about a series I'm not familiar with. What's it called? Like the Mighty Mighty Boss Tone Rangers? <laughs> Damn. I got to rewrite. <laughs> Hold on, you guys. So, as the oldest one in the group, I have to say, a friend of mine's little brother used to watch it, and I don't know his name, but the red guy was very cute. Jason. Jason. Thank Lord you. Lord Zed. <laughs> <laughs> Austin St. John There are two types of people. <laughs> he was cute, and so I watched it. I watched two episodes with my friend's little brother, and then I went home and tried to turn it on, and my dad commented how cute the pink Power Ranger was, and mm, yeah. I was like, nope. no, yeah, not I'm interested anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they were all cute. Yeah, they so. were. Every single person in that series was conventionally attractive, aside from 
Yeah, the monsters. The monsters. And <laughs> even then, you, you will find corners. If you, oh, yeah. if, if you prefer brains over brawn, Zed is your guy. I will say, my same friend, her brother, picked on me recently because he posted a picture of some monsters. And I said, oh, I loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too." And he was picked on me forever because I guess they came from Power Rangers instead. And I thought they were in the second movie. You know, that actually tracks, though, yeah, because yeah. the second movie's uh, monsters could have easily, easily been in Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. See, that's what I'm... Mike and Raja. Yeah, Toka and Razor. Uh, Toka and Razor. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, that's, uh, that's what I'm waiting for. And I'll go off on a slight tangent here. No, we don't uh, do those. Yeah. <laughs> the, the company that produces uh, this game, because we are using the, the Renegade Games Power Rangers system. Uh, it's a system called Essence 20. And right now they have three other major properties, all of which are Saturday morning cartoons. So they have Transformers, they have G.I. Joe, and they have uh, My Little Pony. And I am hoping against hope that they acquire Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because it would be a, a great slot in for this. Um, one of their crossover books has things like uh, Cobra Goldar and, uh, you know, Decepticon Zords and things like that. So I really, oh I, I want to see Mutant Power Rangers. I, I would kill for Thundercats. Mm-hmm. To be fair, the comics did do Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, Mind Morphin Power Rangers crossover. Yeah, yeah. Couple of times, actually, I think. Listen, I think they've done GI Joe and Star Trek. So at this point, really, nothing is out of. They did Star Trek and X Men. So, uh, yeah, just wanted to, you know, do a do a quick little uh, ahead of the game thing. Was that quick? Yeah, it's pretty quick. Rust? You know, once once we cut out the garbage at the beginning, it's like fifteen minutes. Um, the other thing for anyone who's listening. Um, I am a huge fan of pop culture, just like in general, but 80s and 90s specifically. Um, You guys, if you spot some Easter eggs, uh, let me know, because there's all kinds of stuff hidden in my notes. And uh, I'd really be interested in, in knowing if anybody catches some of it. Do we get a prize? I mean, you guys don't. You're employees of the company. You're ineligible. Oh, well, how about they get a free F-bomb if they can name at least three? He's thinking about it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Sure. If, if, you can give me, uh, if you can give me five Easter eggs that I've hidden and what they're from, uh, I'll, I'll give you a – just DM them to me on Twitter because I'm not calling it X. Uh, <laughs> And and I'll uh, I'll give you a free f bomb. To be clear, when Gary does them, not the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, we can't call them out. We are not allowed to uh, give any hints in character. I will or... try very hard not to. <laughs> that, I mean... That's like whenever I was doing the Prowlers and Paragons game that I had based loosely off of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all the references. Just yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, just in case we throw some out, since you know this is nineties. Yeah. But see, cut it out. <laughs> see, that's the thing is, uh, talk to the hand in, in that Prowlers and Paragons game. I had 
a good reason not to know any of that stuff because my character died in the 70s. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we begin in the year 1994. I know that's a long ways back. Only 30 years. 29 at the time of this recording. You know, a good chunk of our listeners probably weren't even born. In, in uh, let's zoom in, as it were, to California. I didn't have that technology back then. <laughs> enhance. Yeah, we're, we're going to enhance it a bit. Uh, nobody knows how computers work. It's 1994, so I could, I could say that's true, and they'll probably believe me. Um, a mouse with a second button? We had computers, thank you. They were Macs. No, 94, you actually had Windows 3.5. Did we? Yeah. 3.1. 3.1. Oh. 3. Yeah. So. See, we knew computers. They said do what? The processor. Doom, the hit game Doom had just come out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Leisure Shoot Larry was the more popular game. Uh, Rated yeah. G. Yeah, rated <laughs> G. T- can't talk about that. <laughs> oh. In, in California, on the, on the coast, there's... Um, the big, beautiful city of Angel Grove. Uh, and we're going to go just a little bit north of that. Um, you know, as we sort of fly by all the the uh, streets just packed with after-work traffic, we, uh, we pass a, a billboard for a, a city called the Lobo Del Rey. Um, right behind that is another billboard. Um, it's got very clearly a politician on it. Um, he's got kind of an awkward look on his face, like black shaggy hair, big sideburns, big black glasses. Um, got a, got a mustache and a soul patch. You know, he's an older guy, so it looks kind of out of place. Um, there's a, there's a workman like, pasting over this billboard that's for re-election. Um, it says, uh, you know, re-elect Eric, and the guy is just pasting over it. And under underneath it, uh, it says, for mayor of Lobo Del Rey, he isn't a bad mayor, just misunderstood. Um, we continue past that to just on the outskirts of town. Um, music is, is just bumping out of this this building um it's a a low squat just large building takes up several city blocks it has a a beautiful um teal paint job and just all glass windows on one side and from uh you know it's got the the um sort of interconnected plate glass windows and there's several of them in a row that that light up. There's one le- one giant letter per window, um, and it spells out roller rink. Um, as as we we zoom into the roller rink, um, the music on on the the skate floor is just so loud that nobody can concentrate. Arcade games are going. Um, you hear coins and just little beeps and boops. Um, sitting uh, in the kitchen, the short order kitchen, putting together milkshakes and burgers and fries. Um, 
there's a guy in a paper hat and sitting in the, the serving window, there's a radio. Um, it's a, a news broadcast about the, the increased crime rate in, um, in nearby Angel Grove. Um, and the first announcer starts talking about how um, petty crime has gone up nearly a thousand percent in the last week. And it's ridiculous. And he says, and also there's a couple of cases of missing individuals. Uh, at which point a, a second announcer broadcaster says, yes, that's strange. We've actually gotten quite a few missing, missing individual reports over the last week or so, especially from the, the nearby town of Santa Carla. Um, and when the, the cook brings the order to the window, he just like slaps the radio and turns it. I'm so sick of hearing about this. Um, inside the arcade, there are hundreds of people, four of whom, you know what? Let's go in reverse order. Usually I start with Ray. Steph, who, who is your character? My character is uh, Genevieve Martinez. Uh, most people call her Evie because who wants to be known by Genevieve? <laughs> Especially in the 90s. Uh, she's like on the short, short end of average height, uh, tan skin, brown eyes, black hair and a pixie cut, bright yellow chucks, <laughs> and like acid-washed black jeans and a yellow crop top mm-hmm. and a matching jean jacket. <laughs> and, and what is Evie doing? Evie's having an argument with a, with a uh, arcade game as she's going through it. You know how, <laughs> how people, when they're, some people, when they play, they get really into it. And, you know, they're telling the character, do this, do this, do that, while they're controlling them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's doing that. <laughs> does, does Evie have, like, all nine of the quarters lined up on the cabinet? Yes. She, she's got claims on all I, of them? Yeah. It's like, leave me alone. I'm trying to beat a high score here. <laughs> a high score that she set? Someone bumped her down. Oh, how dare. How dare. Also leaning against this arcade cabinet is a skateboard that is a bright yellow mm-hmm. and covered with stickers on the bottom. <laughs> Steve, how about you? So as uh, Genevieve is playing this video game, there is another girl uh, dressed in uh, some very ragged looking jeans and some uh, black Converse sneakers with the white parts uh, drawn in checkerboard with a with a permanent marker, and uh, she's wearing a jean jacket, uh, jean vest with uh, you know the torn off sleeves, and uh, it's just covered in patches and uh, and safety pins, and she's got uh, very very uh short cut hair with a faux hawk that is a bit longer than the rest of it dyed hot pink and she's like leaning against the side of the cabinet uh not making her presence known and then finally has genevieve is is uh you know talking to the game uh she blows a bubble from the gum that she's chewing and and leans around and's like you know, it, the character doesn't jump higher when you push the buttons harder. I know, but it makes me feel better about it. Don't do that, you stupid little thing. Don't go off the hit. Don't don't go off the... Dang it. <laughs> and she taps the side of the uh, 
of the machine and says, Good luck being that high score. And she turns and... And what's that supposed to mean? Hmm. Just that I don't think you're going to beat LEX anytime soon. Had watch. And she starts walking away from the machine, uh, blowing another bubble in the gum. Mm -hmm. And her name is Lanny Alexander. Mike, how about you? Uh, Nearby, um, you have the upright arcade cabinets where she's just pounding along over there. But you hear some blazing music coming by from um, one of the booth games. Um, It's actually one of those that you sit in. And across the back, it's just splash. Cruise in USA! (laughs) And you see uh, a a kid sitting there. He's kind of unfortunately dressed for this because he's he loves his windbreakers. He's got a bright, bright, multicolored windbreaker with a bright blue teal kind of shirt. I know uh, exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, and unfortunately, it's well, it's a good thing he's playing a car game because in this booth, the windbreaker is sliding around like nothing else. So he's getting really into it, and it's sliding back and forth. Um, so his name is uh, Robert. Uh, he goes by Bobby, um, Robert Singer, um, and uh, yeah, he is just completely focused right now on this Un- until somebody, uh, you know, kind of stands in line and he's like, he looks over and he says, you know what, I'm about done anyway, how about you play? And he hops out and, and lets them take over his play, goes, starts looking for his friends. Mm-hmm. Ray, how about you? Please tell me you have leg warmers. No. Oh. No. No. Alice Wishbone is kind of standing more towards the door, paying attention, you know, to if kids are nice and, you know, if they seem to be bullying anybody. And I'm going to go help them out if so. But she's got her dark Doc Martin boots on, her jean shorts, and the little black T-shirt. Um, and... I'm carrying around a uh, a little um, boombox that I'm not playing at the moment, but it's mine, and I make sure to keep it near me. Does it have uh, one tape deck or two on it? Just one. Yeah. I didn't splurge. So you didn't didn't splurge on the. But I I didn't splurge on on the the two deck. No, it didn't happen. But I do have a scrunchie on my wrist, and my hair is just real long, brown, parted in the middle. Almost, almost like hippie style, but not quite, because you can tell that I'm about to put it up in the scrunchie here soon. So nobody actually rollerblading? I mean, I would like to, but... Seeing as how big I am and everything, I'm kind of waiting for some some of the the either the games to start on the rink or you know I'm really good at the games or or for some people to come off the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they don't what boards on the on the rink. So I just go to the roller rink for the video games. Yeah, there there is <laughs> and the snacks. I go for the games. There there is a, a very big sign like next to because it's got that cool. Uh, uh, like hockey cage glass around it. And then there's an entrance and above the entrance on a big poster board is, um, you know, a picture of a skateboard with a circle and a line through it. 
And uh, it says, you know, in big, bold letters, we mean you, Evie. (laughs) (laughs) It's the same kind of wheels. Well, and my problem is they kept uh, calling me out from the DJ booth. No speed skating. No speed skating. If you're passing others, you're going too fast. So that's not a real life story, I swear. No, I'm waiting for the lights to flash. Yeah, uh, there, there's that that moment where uh, you know all the mood lighting, all all the cool uh, colored lights, like start going disco crazy, ball. and the the disco ball and the strobes, and um, uh, you hear the the announcer say, "Oh, and now we're having the slow dance," mm. and you know, uh, boys to men starts playing <laughs> over the over the uh, the radio, and uh, pretty much everyone rushes out there, uh, you know, partners up with somebody, uh, really leaving maybe you four and like 10 people. Um, I'll stop now. Yeah. There's, there, there's like 200 people out on the, the rink now. It's, it's pretty massive. Um, that must be a damn big rink. It is. It's, it's, I mean, it's several blocks. Um, the the uh, cook comes over and he's got like a basket of fries. He's like, Where'd he go? I mean, I'll take those. Yeah, fine. And he just drops it in front of you. Nice. I'm gonna start eating them. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're they're like the old school fries, mm-hmm. actually fried in in uh, mm-hmm. beef lard. So mm-hmm. actually, pretty soggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. But at least they taste good. Yes. You know, real salt. Mm-hmm. I miss trans fats. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my MSG. MSG whiz. Um, yeah, so, you know, like all the lights dim, um, leaving you guys with the run of the arcade. Oh, good. Now I can concentrate and actually blast through this level. Lanny is on a uh, another arcade machine, bumping off a, uh, another uh, of Evie's high scores with LEX. <laughs> Take that, preppy girl. <laughs> I'll be playing oh, air hockey kid. with some rando. Yeah, some the whoever he was playing air hockey with like ran out with a girl onto the dance floor. So, you know, free game. Yeah, and and can't leave somebody just playing with themselves. <laughs> You're grounded. On air hockey. <laughs> Thank uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. Ask cheese over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you did that on purpose. <laughs> no. Yes. Whatever. Talk to the hand. <laughs> <laughs> there's a... Uh, you know, there's... As the song starts to end, there's, there's an alarm... Uh, that goes off, and then the DJ says, "We're gonna extend it one more song." Oh, thank God! <laughs> and it keeps going. Uh, very, very shortly, there's another alarm that sounds nothing like the first, um, and the music just cuts out. Um, so you hear it over the the loudspeakers. Um, as well as you guys are probably fairly close to the kitchen. You hear it over that tiny little radio that's in the kitchen window. Um, uh, very just kind of like, eh, 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 
And then a very robotic voice comes on and says, this is the Angel Grove Emergency Broadcast System. An alert has been issued for Angel Grove and surrounding area. Travel has been temporarily suspended due to a large monster wreaking havoc in the industrial district. Please adjust your travel plans accordingly. The Power Rangers and the National Guard have been notified. And it's Tuesday. And then after a second, it kind of gives a couple more blasts of the alarm. Beep, beep, beep. And then goes back to playing uh, music, at which point the DJ goes, Oh, if you guys hurry, you might get to Angel Grove in time to see the Power Rangers in action. That's a terrible idea. Nope, sorry, busy. Mm. And take that, Lexi. Mm, looks like you, uh, how many quarters does that take you? Not as many as it'll take you. We'll talk, but. Do you know all guys always have to compete? So as, uh, as. Name's Lanny. As Bobby is, is, uh, you know, going to make a, a, a successful hit in air hockey and, um. Uh, as you two are arguing over the, the high scores, there's just this kind of rumble under your feet and then another one and then a larger one and it settles down for a second and then all the arcade machines just power off. Guys, I think I've seen a movie about this. I think this is a T-Rex. I would have gone to Earthquake first. You're no fun. It's definitely um, a T-Rex. If only. You did hear that alarm, didn't you? Yeah, but it's for Angel Grove. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, that's a solid 90 minutes away. Yeah. With or without traffic? With traffic. Okay. So. Uh, as, as everything starts booting up. It's California. That's like five minutes without traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's only like 12 miles, but it's 90 minutes. Um, all the arcade machines start uh, start booting up. Uh, oh, too bad. You lost your progress. And almost as one, just across every... Every machine you see the the emblem of the President of the United States. It says only losers do drugs. <laughs> and when they come back, all the high scores are set to default. Oh, looks like you lost yours too. And when Bobby gets that hit in, the puck doesn't return and the machine resets. Hey, manager, boss, cook, anybody. I mean, I didn't pay for this game, but... What the heck? Even the air's still blowing. It's supposed to give us the puck. When uh, when you turn around to yell for the manager, there's a, a second rumble underneath you uh, that gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and the whole building starts shaking. Um, the the windows on the front just start to crack and shatter. Um, arcade machines start toppling over, and just things start coming down i'm going straight for a doorway yeah we yeah we better get out of here guys <laughs> yeah, that, that was wrong this yeah. is an angel grove <laughs> yeah that's definitely not t-rex uh on the on the uh the rink uh people just start falling over um for for the most part they they look like they're protected that that whole thing has to be reinforced um as you guys run outside um, there's just kind of this brief moment of 
uh, vertigo as even the tall buildings around you are shaking. Um, and then you feel this, this um, gigantic, like deep in your chest uh, rumble from, from underneath the ground. You see like skyscraper windows start to, to break and all four of you get just thrown off of your feet, um, which is bad. Mm. But the, the worst part is that you just keep going up and up and up and up. And soon you are floating higher than the, the tallest building around you. My flannel was back there, guys. That's, that's not good. I'm glad I wore a windbreaker. It's kind of windy up yeah, here. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, the- what were you saying about us not being anywhere near Angel Grove? I am still correct. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, He's just like wrapped around the board. <laughs> I'm not letting you go. Yeah, the, the air gets thin almost to the point where you can't breathe. And then you start involuntarily moving um, to the south. Uh, slowly at first and then faster, faster, faster until like when you look down at your, your body, it's just this blur. Um, oh, I think I'm going to Ralph. Ralph later, not out here. It should be fine. We're going so fast. What part of this <laughs> is fine? You... Uh, as you're you're picking up speed, um, you know the the more observant amongst you are able to pick out a landmark and kind of judge how fast you're going. Like you have to be going faster than an airplane. Oh, can we do a roll for that? Sure. Would that be alertness? It would be. All right, we can roll some dice. We don't do that here, sir. So <laughs> this is a gaming podcast. I am. I have a D two in alertness, so I roll a D twenty, and then I can do a D two on top of that. Yes. So, all right, and you'll add them together. Twelve. A twelve plus two, so uh, that is a fourteen. Fourteen. I mean, that was a the. That two was on the D two, but that doesn't doesn't figure count. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Any, anybody else want to try to figure out how fast you're going? I got a sixteen, and the four is on a D four. Nice. La di da. Take that. <laughs> I think I think she really only rolled a critical just to just to put you in your place. <laughs> doesn't uh, doesn't uh, help unscrew up her high scores or yours. I can make mine. Uh, I can make mine show up again real fast. Uh, so can I. It says thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. So, uh, those of you who got higher than we'll say a ten, um, you have to be moving like airplane speed, at least. Um. While you're all looking around, the uh, the critical effect I'll, I'll give you, uh, Evie, is that everyone else is kind of trying not to be sick or looking around, figuring out what they're doing or wondering where their flannel is. Because um, I'm cold. You, you are the only one who realizes that you are about to slam 
headfirst into a mountain. And so you kind of flip yourself around mm-hmm. so that your feet are first. Mm-hmm. And you uh, you hit this rock wall, go right through it, and you are the only one who lands on your feet in a almost lightless room. Uh, the other three just hit the ground hard. Ow. Uh, you see... Everybody alive? Uh, no. Sanka. <laughs> I'm dead, man. <laughs> for, Missed for, opportunity. <laughs> for the, the briefest of moments, um, you're kind of on a slightly elevated platform mm-hmm. that has, uh, we'll say, three chrome pillars um, on on the sides of it, kind of forming a triangle. Um, they're They're topped with these copper coils and crystal spheres on top. And you're the only one on your feet enough to see them kind of like they are glowing very brightly when you hit. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of flicker and dim like a dying light bulb and then power off. What the heck? Um, the the other three, you land face first onto um, some kind of stone floor. Um, your as far as you can see in a completely dark room, um, there are a couple of little bitty lights like twinkling up in the ceiling, but not enough to provide any real sense of illumination. Mm. Um, what the hey? And Lanny is trying to push herself up and dusting herself off. Yeah. Okay, so big rumbling, flying at supersonic speeds, hitting a mountain. And now, where on earth are we? I think it's aliens. As I say, I don't think it's Earth. Wow. <laughs> well, you know, my parents and I, we watched a movie not too long ago about something with aliens. And Do you not have a life? Time. That you doesn't know, narrow it down at all. People you go out with, kiss, hug. I kiss my mom. Ew. I don't think... I give her hugs, too. I don't think that's what she meant. Don't you love your mom? Not like that. Like what? You don't care about your mom? Wow. Hey, can we focus here? Yeah. Stop talking about your mom. What about your mom? She's cool. Stop talking about moms. Moms are cool! This has nothing to do... Okay, anybody got a flashlight? I mean, I got a... I got a pin light. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Boy Scout is preparing. You got, it's, it's the type you got to like screw, <laughs> yeah, screw the pin on the yes. top. Uh, and it provides no illumination. It's just like this little, little bulb. You can tell well, it right, has a we, light on it. If anyone end. brought a book, I guess we'll be able to read it together. Uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Uh you're able, Bobby is able to kind of go in one direction towards one of those those uh, chrome columns. And when you, you know, thanks to the tiny bit of illumination <laughs> you have, you, you get to the edge of the platform and like go to push your hand off the other side to feel what's underneath it. And there's nothing. And you hang your head over the side and there just seems to be a drop that goes on. Oh, oh, don't, don't be crawling around over here. Um. 
endless drop. I'm pretty sure it's the aliens, or or it maybe we're under the sea. Oh my god! Did you go through water? As if we hit a mountain, not the sea. Yeah, but mountains are actually pushed up from the sea, so we could enter through a mountain and then go down. Or we could still be in the mountain. We could be. Yeah. Hello! Oh yeah, let's start yelling for the aliens that are going to come kill us. That's a great idea. Hello! I am not going to sit around here and worry forever that we're in a freaking dark room. As long as you aren't clowns, we're okay with aliens. Do you have a problem with clowns? Haven't you seen that one about the killer clowns from outer space? No. Oh, you're lucky. When, uh, I imagine so. When you two start shouting, uh, let's say if you're looking south, um, Lanny and Alice, you see in exactly the opposite direction, there is a, a line on the floor, maybe like two or three inches wide, that slowly begins to illuminate. And as you two watch it, it kind of like a... a a uh, battery meter like fills all the way up and then it looks like it goes up a step and then up another step and then up another step. And as you're watching it, it, it lights all the way up kind of this not particularly bright white light. And then as you're not doing anything, it starts blinking and then blinking faster. <laughs> hey, hey guys blinking. Yeah, there is, uh, look over here. There's stairs going up. Oh, cool. That must be the new alien overlords. They probably want us to follow that blinking light. Yeah, I sure. Uh, I mean, it's a direction. Let's go in it. And hey. uh, as he says that, the the light like stops blinking really fast and it starts blinking slower and then becomes a solid line. And then it does that uh, that kind of pulse where just a little a little outage like starts running up the line towards wherever it's going. Yeah, I think it agrees with you. And Lanny is going to start moving uh, towards it. She's being very careful not to go too too fast, and because it's still kind of dark in here, right? Oh yeah, like even that that little strip is not providing much yeah. illumination. She's making sure that the ground beneath her feet is actually ground before she takes a step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you step. Seems solid. Seems like the same material the platform is made out of. Evie's going to, like, readjust the grip on her board so she can wax them with it if necessary. Even though that would not make her happy if she breaks it, but still, weapon's a weapon. (laughs) Specialization skateboard. (laughs) Um, Yeah, If if you follow it, it goes up maybe 20 or 30 steps, and then there is a large blue console um, that is kind of bulky and it wraps around one side of the platform, this taller platform. On the other side, there's a large, um, maybe story tall cube, uh, not cube, uh, cylinder, cylinder uh, that is kind of vaguely glowing blue, but otherwise doesn't appear to be getting power. 
kind of computer is this? And uh, Lanny's going to walk up to the console and and they like to do a technology check. Yeah. So I am trained in it. Uh, yeah. I have a D2, but... <laughs> skill point to skill point. Oh, hey. Well, that is a 17 on my D20 plus a 2. So 19. Okay. Um, Would that be a crit? No, it's no. a D2. D2s can't crit, okay. unfortunately. Uh, not without some help. So, uh, Lanny, there's there's two very obvious things about this to you. Um, you kind of like get down on your knees and look under the console. Um, there are there's a lot of damage under there. Like, why uh, bits of wiring have been ripped out. It looks like this was repaired very poorly. Um, and kind of as you're, you're following that you, you have that moment where you're like eye level with the buttons on this console and all of them are dark except one that is flashing orange and it is like very faint and, and kind of a flickery light. Uh, I'll try to make sure that the wires are separated, uh, so that, there's no short or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're in bad shape, but oh, yeah. they can still probably carry a current if they're not messed with too much, maybe. Yeah. And uh, I'll say like, while you're down there separating that, uh, you know, you, you go to put your hand on something to like push it out of the way and you, your hand touches the console itself and you realize like what you're touching is not an access panel or anything like that. It is a gigantic claw mark. Just, it looks like someone, took uh, some kind of talons and just raked it there. And there, there's something like dripping out of it, or rather something has dripped out of it. Um, there's these lines of what look to be um, um, melted gold that have hardened. And so there's little like droplets of it on the floor. What the... And then as I, as Lanny stands up, she's going to go ahead and take a look at that orange uh, button and she's going to go ahead and just carefully push it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when Lanny pushes the button, the, uh, the tube starts to light up just a little bit and there's a, an echoing voice that, um, is distorted almost like you're you're rewinding or fast forwarding a tape um and a, a booming voice says uh hello and welcome i am zordon this is a pre-recorded message i told you it was aliens <laughs> yeah you might not be completely crazy huh? oh no he's crazy just not gonna fit at this moment. I have done a lot of lot of reading and research for this stuff. I'm ready. Is by research do you mean watching movies? And television shows. You like, do realize it's fake, right? Yeah, I was gonna ask like real ones or television. As he gestures up to Zordon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing in the tube other than the light has gotten a little brighter. Um it says 
You have been chosen. The primary Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are off-planet on assignment. We need a secondary team to monitor things while they are gone. You have been chosen for your attitude and values. Please proceed this way. Wait. Weren't the, weren't, weren't the Power Rangers in Angel Grove? Well, the radio said that... I'm sorry, this is a pre-recorded message. I'm not asking you. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a pre-recorded message. <laughs> the radio said that the Power Rangers had been contacted. That's not to say that they were actually there. And based off of the explosions, it probably didn't go well because they're not there. Do All you right. understand how bad that is? Yeah, that's probably why the B-team's been called. You realize you're the B-team, right? I know, right? I didn't make A-team, but I'm good enough for B. Oh, congratulations. You made junior varsity. All right. All right. Um, let's follow the voice. Zordon, was it? Zerg. I'm sorry. This is a pre-recorded <laughs> message. But the floor, that line lights up, starting at Lanny's feet, and just goes maybe 50 yards that way. And uh, as it does, there's some lights that kick on for a second. Um, you see a, a hallway beyond it, and then the lights just start flickering and shut off. We do want to be careful, though, because if y'all remember how, not all robot robotic voices are friendly. Are you going to make all the reference to all the movies this whole time? Lanny's Don't already worry. going on. Her. I'll be yeah. back. I'm going to set my boombox down and put my hair up with my scrunchie. Not in a ponytail. I'm going to be running that way because this seems exciting. Yeah. Better grip on the board. Because at least I've heard of aliens. That one creepy ass movie with the small Um, spaces and the shifting lights. And the chest bursting out like. Thank you for that visual. Thanks. And I think that's where we'll we'll call the episode. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta write some chest bursting aliens in for the no, next. No, thank you. <laughs> Excellent. I'll provide sound effects. <laughs> no, nope. Check nope. please. Nope, nope. All right. So that's that's all I got. I think we got most of the discussion out beforehand. You guys got anything? Nope. I'd apologize for all the references, but I'm not sorry. (laughs) No? All right. Find us at the places, do the things, leave reviews, sponsor F-bombs, tell a friend, tell a friend. (laughs) Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell. Phone a friend. Yeah, rotary phone a friend. It's the 90s. Yes, yes. Yeah, support local businesses we, and local roller rinks. We Page have of friends. more than just rotary phones, thank you. Well, see, it, it was, was a thing. It, yes. It would have been real easy to tell a friend back then because of party lines. I mean, yes, that's true. All right. <laughs> Having said that, <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us on this episode. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.